All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Friday, March 3rd. F it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. Weekend preview episode is here. We got three movies on the third, and the biggest of the three is Creed 3. Creed is back in the ring. Michael B. Jordan back in the ring. Um, he's directing this movie. This is a huge movie. It was supposed to come out last fall, last uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and instead we got Strange World, but it's finally here. <laughs> so, Clayton, are you personally, not? We'll, we'll put professionally aside for a second, are you personally excited for Creed Three? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm very excited. I mean, I, I was excited for every one of these Creed films and I'm very excited for this one because when we saw Avatar, the way of water Mm -hmm. before the movie showed, we saw it in IMAX and there was a whole preview of Creed three and how it was shot for IMAX and shot for PLFs. And listen, I'm in the mood for a big movie on a premium screen. Yes. And I feel like this is going to be a great experience. We already have our tickets booked for IMAX. Yep. Yep. And I think, listen, some people are saying, Oh, Stallone's not in it. You know, I, I could always use a little Stallone, but I'm really excited for the story. I think it's it seems like it's going to be action packed. This is the Jonathan Majors I want to see. Mm. I don't want to see him in blue face paint. I don't want to see him as some sort of alien creature, whatever he's supposed to be. I want to see him as a meat and potatoes guy punching another guy. Okay, that's what I want to see Jonathan Majors as because he's got the physique and he's an intimidating fellow, and I think he could play a great bad guy in one of these Creed movies. And who knows? Maybe he's not actually a bad guy. I don't know. We got to see it. We got to see the fight. We got to see it. So you said something very important that Creed 3 is going to be, we're seeing it in IMAX, and it is getting the majority of the IMAXs and the PLFs. So it is already, before the fight even started, has already delivered a, a TKO to Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man mm-hmm. 3 is being stepped on and and the the shoes are being scraped of these ants and they are not going to be in the IMAXs. This is uh, I mean th- this is a, a huge story for for uh, you know not a summertime Marvel movie to be kicked out of the IMAXs so quickly. I think just shows right now we're, we're state of Marvel but it shows what a big deal Creed 3 is that it's getting all these IMAXs and that's going to translate to, to big, big dollars. I mean, PLFs are more important now than ever for these opening weekends because you get the big inflated ticket prices that add to the kitty. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's only going to help Creed three, you know, it's going for a record here. That's what, that's what Creed three is going for. We know this is going to be a successful opening weekend. But the, yes. the question for Creed 3 is, will it be the biggest opening of any of these Creed films? 
And the second one is the record holder, right? The second Creed in 2018 opened to what, 35 million, 35 and yes. a half million. 35.6, absolutely, over over Thanksgiving 2018, which these are Thanksgiving movies normally. Right, The first right. one came out over Thanksgiving. But I think there is a, as we saw last week, and a thirst for movies. I mean, Cocaine Bear went over tracking. Jesus Revolution went over tracking. Yep. So, I mean, I think this is a franchise people are excited about. This is a a actor people really like in Michael B. Jordan. Yep. And I think this is just a sturdy franchise that is going to bring in uh, young people and oldsters. Like, I, I, I know that when we were talking to the great Scott Mendelson mm-hmm. last episode, Legend. and if you didn't hear that... Yeah, if you didn't hear that episode, what's wrong with you? It's it's available on our you know on our feed. Go check it out. Go watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he said that this was going to skew a little bit older. I, I think there's. I think this is an all ages type movie. I mean, I think a lot of people of all ages, and this is going to be, I think, a great demo split um, when it go when it go, comes uh, to. Uh, demographics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes. when it comes to like, um, uh, you know, Caucasian, right. African American, you know, Asian, Hispanic. I do think that uh, racially, this is going to cross all of those. Yes, it Creed three will hit all races and all creeds. Uh, I I totally there agree. We go. It is, uh, and I think it's a date movie. You know, I think yeah. obviously. It's boxing, it's fighting, so you would think it's going to skew towards guys. But I think the everyone's listen. Everyone's going to love looking at Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, and I think it's an easy date movie because mm-hmm. it's just a movie that everyone knows what they're getting into. It's not going to be overly profane or anything offensive in there. It'll be an easy, yeah. Hey, do you want to go see Creed with me Saturday night? I I think this is this is a movie that isn't the, there's nothing inherent in it that's going to turn off any audiences this weekend. I mean, there is the Stallone factor. I mean, you you touched I on. I was it just going to ask you, lack of Stallone. What is your thought on lack of Stallone? I mean, it's the first Rocky movie ever that doesn't have Stallone. I mean, Creed is its own thing, but it is. The DNA, of course, is in the Rocky franchise. I think Mm -hmm. it won't be a problem because this isn't a a series in which they treated the Rocky character shabbily in the previous movies. You know, it's not like the second movie, they made him into a joke. Rocky, they put him in a clown suit. They didn't have mm-hmm. him getting beat up by, you know, uh, just random people and embarrassed and, no one and was giving him wedgies. throwing baloney at his, at his butt. There was no, yeah. yes, they didn't deep pants Rocky in the second Creed movie, throw baloney at his butt and, you know, put, put carrots up there or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Would have draw, draw faces on his butt. They didn't do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no uh, butt based shaming. Right. At uh, all. Right. Yes. Rocky Rocky was not uh de- debased in the uh, via his butt in the in any of these Creed movies. You know, the second Creed, he he uh got to go reunite with his son. He got his sort of happy ending. So I think the Rocky fans have a positive feeling towards these Creed movies. The one thing that 
could have hurt is the fact that Sylvester Stallone in real life is not happy about not being part of the third movie. You know, there's different conflicting stories, but he's basically made it clear he didn't like the way they went. They didn't take his creative direction, opted not to be in the third one. And he's not hidden that, but I don't think he's really gotten big, big press for it. And he hasn't gone full nuclear. You know, Stallone isn't trying to rally the the Stallone fans and saying, don't go see it. So I, I no. think that doesn't really matter. I don't think Stallone is going to keep people from going to see Creed 3, even if he's not quite happy with it. Now, there is, I believe, some form of litigation going on over the ownership of Rocky or something like that. Uh, you know, there's some sort of he wants more of a ownership in it or something like that. I think uh, did I read that correctly? Well, Is that what's going on I think, partially? I think rock. I think Sylvester Stallone doesn't own the IP, you know, that yeah. obviously this was, he was a nobody when the first one got made. So the producers yeah. of the first Rocky movie have more of a stake in this than Stallone does Stallone. I bet you at this point probably wants to make, another Rocky movie that is separate from the Creed movies. He wants to make old man Rocky movie. That that's my guess. It doesn't make sense for him to tank anything involving this franchise. Yeah. Because if Creed three does Bafa Bobo, which Mm -hmm. we think it's going to, that means that another Rocky movie can be made. Yes. If, if if Stallone went out and said, don't see this movie, it betrays everything, whatever he wants to say about it, that would look bad for future endeavors. He does not want to burn this bridge. No. But he does want to make it known that he would have liked to have been part of this film and he was not. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's perfectly okay. And I think we're okay with that. The one way this movie would miss up is if they kill him off screen, which I have not heard happening and I don't think they would do. Yes, they cannot pull a Independence Day resurrection in which Will Smith's character died in a training mission off screen yeah. and we just see a photo of him. They cannot. Although do that. that's that's looking smarter now. It looks stupid then. It's looking smarter now. Uh, you know what? If you own the Independence Day IP, the only way you can make a successful sequel to that is you got to put Will Smith in it. Slap or no slap. The, it's Will yeah. Smith is that franchise. And yeah, I think Stallone in the end is going to want Creed 3 to be successful. So, I mean, let's just get into it. Prediction time for Creed 3. The, the franchise high is 35.5. Will Creed three take the title, be the biggest Creed of all time? Yeah. So box office pro has it anywhere between 37 and 46 and they're calling 43. Okay. That, and I think that's a really good number. I mean, I would say this, I'm going to go, uh, 42 on this one. Okay. Is there, I mean, the thing is, right now, the box office landscape feels so fertile. You know, yeah. Cocaine Bear, we're coming off a weekend in which Cocaine Bear did $23 million, uh, mm-hmm. no stars, a joke premise, 
you know, basically yeah. it's a meme the movie that did 23 million. Mm-hmm. I feel like Creed 3 could do two cocaine bears, and I'm going 46. Okay, you're going to the max of the tracking. Yeah. Is there any way this movie goes nuts? Hits 50? And hits 50. I mean, I definitely think there is a possibility because this is a third in a franchise. You've got the big new star in Jonathan Majors, and obviously he did not ignite Quantumania. You know, he but wasn't. He's been looked at as the best part. Yes. Yeah. Of Quantumania. Totally. And uh, he could be a big value add for Creed 3. You know, Creed 2 didn't have a real hot young new star as the villain in Creed 2. It just, they just no. didn't. Whereas Creed 3, Jonathan Majors is potentially a big value add. I won't go 50, but I'll do two cocaine bears. I think Creed 3 right. is two cocaine bears. I think it hits 46. Nice. Um, Great. So there are two other new movies opening this weekend. Let's go to the Guy Ritchie movie. So, All right. So Guy Ritchie, uh, famously formerly married to Madonna, and he's yeah. lock, stock, and two loaded Barrels, what's the name of that? Smoking, smoking, smoking barrels. barrels and snatch and rock and roll. Uh, he did the Sherlock Holmes movies, so those are the ones that he actually made Baffa Bobo with those yeah. movies. And he directed the Aladdin movie with the Will Smith. That's the one everybody forgets, including myself. I cannot believe that was a Guy Ritchie movie. So, this, this is a guy who for hire has directed some blockbusters, but this is more the, the name of this movie is. Operation Fortune. And Clayton, do you know who the stars of this film are? Uh, yes. The stars of this film are uh, Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Ding, ding. Hugh Grant. Yep. And his his boy and all of our boy. Um, what's his face? Uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham and, and Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. And his new boy. Oh, who else? And Carrie Ells is in this. Carrie Star Ells. Saw One. Yes. I think Saw his, Six, he comes back. And The Crush. And The Crush. Yeah, Carrie Ells. Those are his big and movies. And that's it. And that's it. He's that's not what known he's for known anything for. Anything else. And a Seinfeld yeah. cameo. So. Well, yeah, we're not talking TV, but of course it was on the front of my mind. So Guy Ritchie's Operation Fortune, this is more in the line of his non-Aladdin, non-Sherlock movies, you know? So he had The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey mm -hmm. and Hugh Grant, a fun little British crime caper movie. And yes. back in January of 2020, so I mean- Right before the S went down, that mm -hmm. movie got to 36.4 million total mm -hmm. at the US or North American box office. So even his small crime movies have a little bit of interest. It opened to $10.6 million uh, back in January 2020. But, you know, Operation Fortune is not quite as fresh 
as most movies usually are when they open at the U.S. box office. No, this was a movie that was originally going to be released domestically by STX, and then they pulled out of the domestic release. And I think it was because I read somewhere that this had to do with Ukraine or something like that. So it's it's STX has had money troubles and they've had some sort of rights troubles. And, uh, you know, this movie kind of got tied up in court is, is what yeah. I'm saying. And it has, though, been released abroad. So it's already yes. made and there are conflicting totals here because Deadline is saying that this movie has been released abroad and has made $41.4 million overseas already. Now, I think that's a mistake because I'm seeing here at the numbers okay. that it's made $20.4 million okay. at the worldwide box office. So what they may have done mm-hmm. is taken the international box office and added it to the worldwide box office to get that number, which basically would be doubling that total. Wait, right? But the worldwide so, box office is international plus North American. Well, that's here's what I think happened okay. in the deadline article is that in all it's done is international box office. Yes. It hasn't done anything else. Yes. So if you take that 20 that's international box office and then you add it erroneously, mistakenly to the worldwide box office, which is the same exact number, you end up with 40, 41, right? Okay. Like like you end up with like 40 or $41 million. I think this was an error of adding the wrong columns. Right. Well, I mean, at this point, they shouldn't have had to add anything. Deadline. Yeah, well, that's the thing is somebody made a mistake. Someone made, I mean, it's either the numbers or it's deadline made a mistake. So, well, let's go to box office mojo. Oh, wow. And I know we hate to do it. And wow. I know we loathe, loathe to do it. But let's see if I have to pay to see this or not. Wow. I feel like this is going to be, this would be shocking if we find any help from box office mojo. Um, but Operation Fortune, I'm clicking on the link. Let's see if Box Office Mojo solves a problem of ours in 2023, it will be, it will be stunning, stunning. Well, now we have another issue because it's saying 30. They've made it worse. So they've made it worse. Box Office Mojo made it worse. Varying. We don't know how much this movie has made. It's made in between 20 and $40 million international. Yes. Or yes. worldwide at yeah. this moment. That's yeah. all that we know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, hopefully someone figures this out. I mean, it, it does make sense that this movie is tied up in bankruptcy court. And so maybe STX is just throwing false numbers all over the place. Just for you know to try know. and fool the judge, I'm not I'm not sure. But either way, this is a gr- a guy Ritchie, British action comedy, violent '90s throwback. Let's be honest, Guy Ritchie makes movies that uh, feel like they they came out at the same time as Two Days in the Valley and 
things to do in Denver when you're dead. You know, he's he's suicide kings, suicide kings, you know, classic, iconic. So and Boondock Saints, of course, of course, of course. So Guy Ritchie, he makes that type of movie. And people still were into that type of movie when The Gentleman came out in January 2020. Uh, This one definitely has a lot less buzz because it just is getting very much surprise dropped right now. Well, I think it's, yeah, I think the thing too is it's coming out against Creed 3, which is a a absolute crossover here with audience. Now, he had another movie in 2021 called Wrath of Man, which was a Jason Statham vehicle, mm-hmm. also starring Josh Hartnett. And that opened to $8.3 million mm-hmm. in May of 2021. Right. And I do believe, I don't think it really went up against anything. Let's see when it. Well, it went up against uh, most people who were still not vaccinated and not allowed in the movie theaters. That's probably the bit more than the competition uh, at the theater. There were. There well, was, it was a, a still not a, a great time for just movies in general. You know what it went up against was weekend three. Of Demon Slayer, wow. the movie, and Mortal Kombat, wow. with Demon Slayer making $5.1 million in its third weekend. But Wrath of Man went to number one. It opened 8.3 at number one. So it is, it, it, uh, Guy Ritchie has had a number one movie so uh in a recent past that's not a big blockbuster like aladdin so let's let's get down to brass tacks on a prediction for this i mean it's also got aubrey plaza we haven't mentioned her she's obviously i would say at, at the hottest point of her career in terms of yes. notoriety popularity peaking. she's peaking she had white lotus i know that's tv but people know her from that she did add well, and emily the criminal yep which it did not Buffa Bobo, but it is very popular on a, uh, a specific streaming site. Yep, yep. And people have really discovered that film as they should because it is a great film. Yep. And she's very hot right now. So here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. It's like what I said earlier is that people are going to go to Creed 3 first. Yes. The, the only reason anybody would see this movie is if the Creed showing that they wanted to see is sold out. Right. And this is runoff. This is runoff business. Right. So I don't see this movie. I mean, I feel like this movie is probably going to cry macho. I think so. I think this Operation Fortune is a glorified promotion for when it drops on Netflix or Peacock or wherever it's landing place on streaming is going to be soon or PVOD. I think this is a yeah, promotion it's, for its PVOD run, which will probably be pretty healthy. Yeah. Cause who's putting this out now? Who, who took over? Is this, is this Lionsgate? It's Lionsgate. Yeah. So I, th- I think there's a good chance this will be on, on Peacock, but it will be on PVOD first. It'll probably do well. So I, I think we're both on the same page. I do think this cries macho. I think it's it's going to do in the threes. Yeah. I mean, and I don't even think it's going to make the top five. Oh, interesting. All right. So a little tease for the end of the episode. Well, let's get to the other, the third and final new movie coming out this weekend. 
Um, it is, in fact, a Demon Slayer movie via Crunchyroll. So what what is the subtitle of this new movie? Demon Slayer to the Swordsmith Village. Swordsmith Village. So that is the name of this movie. Apparently, it is a collection of uh, episodes of the TV show that are being shown in 4K. Um, okay. So it'll be a, a, you know, you package them up and that's a movie, which is great. We, we love to see that well, get things in movie theaters. You know, what this is going to siphon business off of is Ant-Man. Wow. Okay. I think, I think the movie that's going to suffer the most from Demon Slayer is Ant-Man. Because I do think there's a crossover between superhero geeks mm-hmm. and anime geeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that that's going to be the one that suffers the right. most. Right. W- I don't think that there's, I, I, I cannot imagine there's anybody who's like Creed 3 or Demon Slayer. Maybe, maybe. But right. I feel like Demon Slayer is just a young, young group. Right, right. I mean, it seems like everyone's going to get their licks in on Ant-Man. Even even uh, Operation Fortune will take some guys who maybe were considering finally seeing Quantumania and instead they'll hang out with uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this Demon Slayer movie, obviously, listen, the height, the the apex of these Crunchyroll releases was that Demon Slayer, I think subtitle what Mujin Train, the Demon Slayer movie that came out in April 2021 against mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and made yep. over 20 million dollars. That 22.7 wow. opening weekend. Wow. Shocking. I mean, that was the height of these sort of crunchy roll out of nowhere overperformers. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've hit anything close to that since, you know, Crunchyroll's had movies in the teens, but that mm-hmm. was the high watermark. It's not going to happen again. That was a different time, less competition. That kind of audience was the first one back to the theaters, the really mm-hmm. young audience. Um, yeah. So I think that it'll still do well. I could see it hitting 13 i mean it's it's demon slayer it's it's the the premium brand of crunchyroll yeah so um it's it's the the tracking on the box office pro is it goes up to 12.5 so that is the peak and it could go a a smidge higher. I would not see that. Uh, I would not be surprised by that. Yeah, I'll go thirteen. I mean, I think let's do it. I think let's get into our predicted top fives. You know, those are the 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 new movies for the weekend. So mm-hmm. let's get into it. Um, do you want to go I'll, first? I'll go first. Me? Number one movie of the weekend: Slam Doink. Creed three, I think it's doing two cocaine bears, which means 46 million is the opening weekend that I'm predicting there. Yeah. Um, so the number two movie of the weekend, man, I I'm going, I'm going demon slayer. 
Ah, uh, you stole my thunder. I Demon was going to do that number too. Two, I think it's getting yep. to 13 million, which means yep. I'm predicting a 60% or so drop for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. I no think that's coming movie. in number three. It could make a le- as little as 11 or 12 million, maybe. So mm-hmm. I think that settles in there. Number four, I am going to go Jesus. Jesus Revolution. I like that. Is number four I like because that. I think Cocaine Bear is going to have a pretty big drop. It's a, it's a gimmick movie. Mm-hmm. I think the people who were excited about it saw it already, and I don't think the word of mouth is great. So yeah. I'm going then Jesus 4 and Cocaine Bear 5, and you're going uh, uh, Operation Fortune out of the top five. That that's yeah. That's how I see it. Wow. So you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, Pat. I see I see that being the same uh, because I agree with you with Cocaine Bear that Creed 3 is going to eat its lunch mm-hmm. because I do think it has people have said they liked it and enjoyed it but it does really feel like one of those things that it's like the flavor of the week right and people are still going to go see it but I do think that there's just other stuff that is going to take precedent. And Jesus Revolution is just a total separate group of people. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be steadfast with this movie Mm -hmm. and continue to make this a hit. So I I think I'm like, I got to agree with you here. I think Creed 3, then Demon Slayer, Ant-Man and the Wasp 3, then Jesus, the revolution continues, and then Kokanya Bear, right? Number five, and Operation Fortune is a crying macho down there at number six. But here's the thing: I don't think they expected it to do anything more than crying macho. No, again, I think like crying macho is is going to be good for this film. Yeah. And it's, listen, it's making its bones overseas. You know, we don't yeah. know the exact number. Three different sources have three different numbers, but it's at least 20 million and could be as high as already made 40 million internationally. So it's making money. These Guy Ritchie movies are cheap. It'll be on Mm -hmm. PVOD and this release probably just advertises that. Yeah, I'm not going to probably be able to see this in theaters uh, just practically. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm looking forward to streaming this thing. At some point in the future when I'm flicking around and I'm like, oh, hey, that's out. Oh, you know, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, we're seeing Creed 3 in IMAX Saturday night. It's like it's like it's like we're going to see a a boxing match in Vegas, you know. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm 10 p.m. It's very exciting. I'm going to be excited for it. I'm going to be standing up and cheering. Yeah. And uh, it's real to me. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have a full report on our Creed 3 experience. Of course, we will have the results of this weekend on our next episode. It's going to be huge. Must must listen, must see. So, Clayton. But, Pat, yeah. I, I think uh, before we leave, I do think there's something else very important about this weekend, maybe the most important yes. thing yes. Yes. about this weekend, and specifically 
today. Yes. Friday, March 3rd. Yes. So is, is yeah, is something special, right? It is. It's 3323 and the the I would say one is someone you could consider the third BO boy is turning 23 today. So we want to wish a happy, happy birthday to Danny Eskimology of I Screen, You Scream 4, number four, number four movies. Danny is turning 23. Happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, Danny. And thank you for all the joy you've brought us, all of the great times uh, you've been on this podcast, the emails you've sent, your very own podcast, which, I mean, you know, and he will admit this, he started his podcast because of our podcast. Yes. Yes, we'll we'll always so, have that. That'll always be one of the great achievements of of my life and of Clayton's life is that yeah. we helped inspire. I screen, you scream for number four, number four movies. Uh, so, Danny, yeah. happy birthday from all of us and everyone. Listen to Danny's newest episode. He said it should be dropping this weekend because he's seeing Creed three. And he's going to have his Creed 3 review reaction episode up very soon after that. So that's huge. I love it. The the guy's spending his birthday the right way in the movie theater. Hopefully it's a premium screen. Hopefully he's cashing in on his, you know, gets like a popcorn reward from from whatever Mm -hmm. theater he's seeing the the movie in. Hopefully he's got a membership. So live it up, Danny. Happy birthday and enjoy the movie. You deserve it. Yep. So uh, everyone, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you end up seeing Creed 3 this weekend, what your theater is like. You know, or maybe maybe some fights will break out in the stands. People get amped up. Who knows? Who knows? So let us mm-hmm. know what your Creed 3 experience is like and email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, follow us, subscribe, and like. Smash that like button right down there on YouTube. We are on YouTube. We are YouTubers. So subscribe if you haven't. Smash that like button. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Leave a review in the comments. I know we've been saying we will get to it very soon and read some of the reviews we've gotten in the last month or so, but give us five stars, leave a review. It's it's the best way to get the BO boys podcast spread. And that is what the movie industry needs right now is more people listening to this podcast. And uh, Mm. yeah, follow us of course on social media, on Twitter at the BO boys pod. Wannabeo intern Christopher did an awesome job this week of getting up fresh clips from our episode with Scott Mendelson. So little short bites awesome. with video up on our Twitter. So great job, Wannabeo intern Christopher, on that at the Bo Boys Pod on socials. And Clayton, I think that's it. That's all I could think of. Well. Uh, don't you have another podcast? I do have another podcast. So everyone listen to the show me the money on the sports gambling podcast network hosted by myself and Nick Turner. Uh, we talk about 
award show gambling, who to bet on, where to put your money. We gave a uh, uh, we had a big review on this current episode of the recent SAG Awards, so we talk about what we won and lost on that one, and we give predictions for the Indie Spirit Awards happening this weekend. So we tell you where to put your money down for the big Indie Spirit Awards. And of course, it's all building to the Academy Awards in just another week and a half. Huge, huge new episode of the Show Me the Money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Gambling problem? Call one eight seven seven eight hope and why That's one eight seven seven. Eight Hope and Why four six seven three six nine. That's four six seven three six nine. Or don't. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, Pat. I don't think there's anything left to say. No. Except until next time. Well, well smell you. The box office. Nailed it. Nailed it.